Oh, hello. Hey. Can, can you hear us? I can hear you loud. I can't hear you. Clear. Hang on. I can hear you. And you can hear us. Too loud for me. Too loud. You, you, you're you, such a teenager. Teenager. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just tuning out a smidge. Oh, I've got tinnitus. I've, I've been going to rock concerts my whole life. I can't hear. Are you ready to join the argument? I'm you, ready. Okay. <laughs> Where's my beer, for fuck's sake? Oh, I need to chill now. Do so you, I'm drink, you drinking. Been, what? Oh, uh, uh, should we start? Um, what are you doing? You're on water. That's vodka, that lad. Oh, oh shit! How long have you been on that? Um, about five minutes, to be fair. Just straight. I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah, just straight with oh. ice. It's how the Russians rock. It's the only thing Craig does do straight, but <sighs> so you've been up since three o'clock this morning, I believe. Yes, the life trials and tribulations of a train driver. Uh, I think I was in bed by three. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're in a different venue tonight because um, my, my wife is downstairs doing stuff, so we're. My wife. <laughs> Fucking hell. I need to chill. Right. I've got to take a couple of minutes to chill because I, I get this set when it's a different setup. I get really stressed, don't I? And just like rushing around trying to kind of. I think you just get stressed no matter what. Well. Who's who's the rockers on the wall behind? Uh, we've got Supernatural on one side and My Chemical Romance on the other. This is actually my daughter's room, but she's um, she's in Aberdeen doing panto all week with her student chums. Wow. So, uh, yeah, there's six of them sharing a three-bedroom flat at the moment. But um, what, what could possibly go wrong? Well, yeah. Hmm. Right. Shall we do the intro? He's taking charge now. Do you... Go on, then. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Is that my beer? No, it's not. You yes, dildo. it is. Yours is over there. You can't. That looks dead, dead big in his tiny little hands. That's what she said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're sick. Is this professional? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Why is he being professional? It, it's just the pretense so that they don't get... So they get lured into thinking that this is a tight ship and then we just start talking bollocks. Hello, Internet. I'm Firebolt. And I'm the Orbiter. And today... And what? And... And... I am um, the. Who did I say it was? Oh, the pod father. <laughs> That's about as slick as usual. Did you just come up with that? By the way. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, also known as Craig, generally known as Craig. Um, Hello. Of the After Dark Network. Yes, I. Uh, famously known for all sorts of shit. My bench does After Dark, Universal After Dark. Has, uh, have you been on? Better call Paul before, or you still doing more Lando? I've just resurrected more Lando, uh, uh, and everybody's got one as well. Everybody's got one, yeah. And a one episode wonder of uh, that askew review. So askew, yeah, we're going to try and get two out in January. Cool, cool. It's very hard. So I hear you a lot of <laughs> as a as an unsaid to the bishop. Uh, 
do a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I do too many podcasts. And when life gets on top of me, I spit my dummy out and shut all the podcasts down. And then slowly, when I get my head screwed back on, uh, I resurrect them. Me, me podcasting life is up and down. Yeah, I think that's going to happen with Better Call Paul. That's been a few weeks. But it'll come back at some point. I've Shit happens. To, yeah. It's life. I'm trying to work out because we've got two of you on our screen. There's two Craigs. Two me's. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry. Oh, imagine two me's and a paddling pool full of mud. Why would I want to? See, Just for all right, okay. the lady listeners. The, see, if you if you could clone yourself. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would you, you know. And this is the big question. With yourself, to, would you? To drop oh, on us. Would, would, would you, would you um, get it on with yourself? <laughs> Probably. Cause that, <laughs> see? Because any, any holds a goal. <laughs> and you'd know what you like as well. Yeah. Anyway, risk. Disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get used to that <laughs> as you get older. Also, I've just had a thing come through to open the front door. A thing? Yeah. Someone outside. Oh. You're in Liverpool, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Might get stabbed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's my <me> brother-in-law. <laughs> We're getting a surprise podcast. guest. Oh, See, I told you it was a risk. This is a risk. He's a knobhead. <laughs> We've locked up for the night. I don't know why he's here. Yeah, go on, fuck off. <laughs> I can't open my new door. Oh, hi, Phil. Oh, cakes, Phil. Yeah. I'm just recording a podcast. Say hello, Phil. Hi. <laughs> yeah, Which yeah. cake delivery man I am now. Oh, cake, cake boy. Cake. Does, you deliver cake? T- does you deliver cake. two inch? Cake, cake nonce. See you later, Phil. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He is a cock, isn't he? <laughs> Does there he listen? No, oh, he doesn't. He, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just plays. He just plays golf and works and has babies. He's got four kids. Yeah, got a dick like a fucking tarantula's eyeball. You've had a tarantula walk on your hand, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. We did that at. Um, <laughs> Butterfly World, well, near Edinburgh. It put a few of its legs on my hand. Yeah. Right, you Enjoy. say you want us to talk a bit about the election. Oh, yeah. I mean, we did an election special, but um, we're recording these a bit bunched up, so... Well, I can't wait to listen to your election special. Um, we're obviously in the future, so the world might have ended before this comes out. Yeah. But yeah, oh yeah, welcome, welcome to the to the to the twentieth uh, to, to the what to the the raid the the twenties. Oh, I can't speak the twenties. Yeah. Yeah, the twenties, the, the r- r- roaring twenties. Are the flap, are the flapper girls coming out now? Oh, I do love a good flappy girl. Um, <laughs> this is so gonna the, devolve the, quickly, isn't it? You two are uh, the two most politically switched on people. Do you think? Oh, yeah. No, you are. I love listening to the debates you have. Because once you get past all the farting and beef, and you do have some serious, proper, good backwards and forwards, I love it. Um, 
I presume, I suppose you're both staunch Labour people like myself. Um, it's kind of difficult. I mean, we've got a bit of extra options up here because we've got the SNP and that's actually the best, well, at least in our area, the best option to get Tories out. So, If the SNP hadn't stood in Scotland, though, would Labour have won them seats? It's difficult to tell. Not our seat. I would have voted for him. Not our seat. Um, I think... I think Lib Dems would have been the next best bet here. But, yeah, but they st- I, d- I doubt they'd but win still. They're kind of on their arse everywhere, aren't they, too? Well, yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, I loved the Labour manifesto. I love I love Jeremy Corbyn. Um, yeah, I, I think he's had a, a raw deal. But... I think he's a victim of his own. He's just a nobody from the backbenches who has been politically active all his life and stood. Yeah. You know, he's voted against... Labour government, um, you know, a record number of times. But what really annoys me here, and it, no one seems to really talk about this in, well, none of the main people that I've seen seem to really talk about this, is that Labour basically lost this because they had principles and didn't lie their way to leadership. Yeah, you know, and it was this anti-Semitic thing, I, I get the, the fact that he's not anti-Semitic, but he might be enabling people within his own party to be anti-Semitic. However, see, yeah, but when when your opponent is has been blatantly racist in print, yeah, and did you see the footage of his dad on election night on Channel Four? We watched 4? it. We, we watched, watched it live. Most of the thing on Channel Four. That was horrific with Nish Kumar and Judge Rinder. That, yeah. And he was, I don't, was he pissed? He was, I don't know. But I, I think do. they must all be all the time. Because he, he just didn't seem to give a shit what he was saying. No, no. <clears throat> and, and the shock, and he was just grinning. I'm not going to name that, names, but the, 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 his demeanour reminded me of someone that we know, of, of a similar kind of age group, um, that just seem to just have their own view and not like realize how it comes across and not really care how how other people see it and whether or not it's right it's just r- right for them and they don't listen do you know what i mean it's we i mean to me i think i don't know if we've spoken this in the past but we're on the cusp of something uh, yeah. uh horrific and both horrific and fantastic both you know you live in history at the moment yeah well, and, See, since last since last episode, what has happened uh, over the last couple of days is we now have two um, cabinet members who um, are not elected. Yeah, which because th- that's happened in the past, like, but they lost I, their I, seats. Didn't I don't, they? I don't yeah. understand how that can be a thing, though. I mean, um, like, how can you have people in the central Nathan central Morgan government that are, stood down from her seat? But I think the thing that people are quite annoyed about is that she did that interview repeatedly saying 50,000 more nurses and that's basically why she's been given it for basically sacrificing herself to do that interview and but that what, goldsmith did lose his seats to the lib dems in was was out. boris johnson um an mp when he was the foreign secretary i think so yeah because hadn't he been lord mayor he was mayor for a while wasn't he so he couldn't be an mp and lord mayor uh, i think that Sad. But at least a mayor's elected, like Nicky Morgan and who's the other one that you're saying? Zach, Zach Goldsmith. Goldsmith. 
they they've just basically been given lifetime peerages so they can stay on. I mean, right on the strength of. Um, I mean, is that not a conflict of interests anyway? Because any legislation that goes through the House of Commons then has to go to the House of Lords. So if they're sitting in the House of Lords, oh, he's, he's manipulating the House of Lords now to get everything passed through. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. <clears throat> uh, you know, by by the time this goes out, we've probably signed off on Brexit. I would imagine. Well, yeah. Um... Also, unsurprisingly, I mean, I think a lot of Tories were hoping, a lot of the more centrist Tories, if there's such a thing, um, were hoping that it would become more moderate. And surprise, surprise, he's not going to fucking do that because it goes against literally everything on record. Well, no deal's back on the table now. He's going to put that in line. And also, he's um, rolled back on promises to protect workers' rights and environmental protections in the deal. I think I think what needs to change is uh, proportional representation. Mm, yeah, definitely. but that's not going to happen with, from the Tories. No, it isn't, because all their seats are safe and <clears throat> it, the move boundaries uh, in the constituents to get stuff done, to keep people in power and whatever... Um, and it wouldn't have made a difference in this election. However, whether it was the Dutch or the German style of government uh, and voting, they still wouldn't have got into. They wouldn't have had a, a majority in both of them. Yeah. Um, but I'm in a seat here in West Derby in Liverpool, which is staunch Labour, thirty-three thousand votes for the Labour man, and the next lowest, I think, off the top of my head, was about three thousand. Right. So, right. so I've actually left the Labour Party. I was a, a paid-up member of the Labour Party. I've resigned from the Labour Party because while we're talking politics and all this sh- shit, Mother Earth is uh, coughing up blood and dying. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I've signed up to the Green Party. All right. Okay. Fair. And and as, as though, although I'm. I'm still a union member. I'm a member of ASLEF. I'm st- I still believe in the principles of Labour. Um, I'm now putting my support behind the Green Party to bloody the nose of Labour and the Tories. I mean, I've got maybe 15 years left in work. I'm 45. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I'll see a Labour government in my working lifetime now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's just depressing. But, but. What you've got to do is you can't wallow in it. Yeah. You, you've got to get on with your life. You've got to fight when you can. You've got to stand up in your local community and help people worse off than yourself. Yeah. You've got to hold councillors to account. You've got to speak to your councils about everything that isn't right. You know, potholes, everything. Where are you on Scottish independence? Um, I... I th- I think it's despicable, um, right? Well, well, this is this is a contradiction because Nicola Sturgeon wants a, a new referendum on leaving Europe, but on, she's on already leaving the UK. Well, is it on leaving the UK or on leaving Europe? Leaving the UK. Oh, she wants she they wants support both. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. wants a British referendum. But I mean, uh, NDRF two would be Scotland. But she's already had a <clears> referendum. On both of them, and I, I voted to leave um, the EU, and I vote, and 
I'm a prime example. Again, I think we've talked about this. I should never have been given that vote because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm the general public. I am like everybody else. I voted to leave the EU for no other reason than a Tory prime minister. One of Thatcher's children was telling me to stay and remain. Even though Jeremy Corbyn was telling me to stay and remain, I, I didn't. Of that. I So I shouldn't be given the vote. Do you know what I mean? Because I did. Now I've read up. I listen to Brexit cast every week. Mm. I read up about what's happening, and it is absolutely ca- catastrophic what it is doing to our children. You see, what upsets me the most about it, though, really, is that it seems that with the, with the result of the election, it seems that the majority of people put the priority more on that than they do on actually looking after the more unfortunate people in society it's more important to get out of europe than it is to save lives to a lot of people yeah i mean if if boris johnson had a pair of bollocks what he would do is he would call another general election once we've left europe yeah yeah not with this majority he wouldn't though no no need to a principal person should but anyone in that office probably wouldn't his whole um agenda during the the election was get brexit done his the policies are bullshit it's all fucking fake but he should call another he won't because his majority is substantial and now he's got a mandate to do whatever he wants he's going to break what's left of the unions he's well, coming I'm worried after... about what's happening i mean <clears throat> up here obviously we've got marches planned for the 11th of january um glasgow and Inverness are now already um independence marches for scotland um but i know northern ireland for the first time ever is now more uh there's more nationalist mps than there are unionists now for the first time ever which means ironically that their power sharing government might actually get back together after years of fucking about so the the upsetting thing for me with scottish independence is it's it's England ruling over Scotland. That's how it comes across. Mm. We're not uh, united. We are the paymasters, and Scotland is below. Which is ironic because England's the only country in the union that doesn't have its own government. <laughs> and Scotland should be. They shouldn't even have a vote, right? They should just give them independence. Or Scotland should just take independence. I don't know why Scotland can't just say, no, I'm sorry, no, we're just independent now. Yeah. Well, Catalonia have tried that, haven't they? Yeah. Is England going to invade Scotland, really? Well... It's just complicated legal stuff, and I think the SNP would want to have a referendum anyway, no matter how much they want independence. It was complicated legal stuff when they took the Berlin Wall down. Yes, yeah. You know that was that was just a, a catchy song and a load of people standing on a wall. Wind of change. Yeah. <laughs> I can't whistle. You don't know <laughs> David. This song, do you? I, David Axelrod in his undies. <laughs> He's a big thing over there, isn't he? Yeah. He's a big thing everywhere. Let's be honest. <laughs> So anyway, that's enough for politics. Yay. Love um, thy neighbour, respect their views, and move on and get on with your lives. There you go. Yeah. Do that stuff. 
<laughs> do that a lot. <clears throat> and drink drink beer and vodka while you're doing it. Yes. And pick your nose. And speak truth to power. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now now what do we do? You see that you come to the end of a bit of a conversation, you're like, okay, let's move on, but where to? Well Risk. I wanted yeah. to ask you actually having you on before before uh, we moved, sorry, I should have handed over in, in case you had anything to say, but I won't. Um I wanted to ask you I know uh this is where it could could get a bit deep. I know you've had time off work in the past due to um issues that train drivers sometimes have to deal with um with people jumping in front of trains and stuff like that but have you ever this is to do with risk have you do you ever have any issues with uh people playing chicken across the tracks at all surprisingly not um we don't you don't see trespasses all right okay um you did when i was on Maisie rail when i was a guard on Maisie rail it was terrific it was it was amazing. I'd be yeah. sitting in the back of the train, and as we went past somewhere, all the bushes would become alive. <laughs> with people, people just using the railway as a, as a crossing point to get. All from right, one. I, thought, I thought you meant shagging. Or... No, no, just getting from one side to the you know one street on one side of the railway to the other street. Yeah. But on the west on the west coast main line, uh, in general, if you do see somebody who's not supposed to be on the line. Um, I mean, I can't even remember the last time I've seen a trespasser. It's It's got to be 10 years. So, if... And what what's happened is um, every station south of Rugby have they've employed Network Rail agency staff to patrol the platforms. Right. Because them platforms south of Rugby... Um, are all 125 mile an hour platforms. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. So we're flying through there. And yeah. People were jumping quite. There was like one a day at, at some point of the year. Shit. So now there's there's staff manning the platforms and raising the alarm. Yeah. And and this is all. Um, it's not because they give a shit about people. It's because the cost. Yeah. Of of um, the service disruption. Yeah. Mm-hmm costs hundreds of thousands of pounds for each suicide. So it's yeah, cheaper to employ staff. Fucking uh, bleak though, isn't it? Well, I remember this when I was when I was on the train on the way and when I was taking uh, taking that course in Aberdeen uh, on the way into college and we had about a it must have been about an hour's delay in the rush hour and listening to people moaning about the because the announcement came through to say that they 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 were having to stop because there was a, a person on the track. And listening to people moaning about it, and I'm thinking like, yeah, okay, so we've been delayed in our day, but this person could literally be at the end of end of their tether. Do you know what I mean? This could be like life and death to them. And oh, people... I mean, you don't kill yourself for because you've, you know, it's all mental health. It's all linked yeah. mm-hmm. to breakdowns and and whatever. And I mean, sometimes it can just be a very bad argument. Yeah, yeah. And people just go out and kill themselves. And I've been involved in two. Um, the first one, I had three months off. He was still alive, right. and it was it was horrific. Uh, without going into too much detail. Yeah. And then the second one, uh, I was indirectly involved. I was on my way home, 
and a train had hit him. Mm. And there, there was, he was just, what I seen was, was unbelievable. Um, yeah. you, you can't even imagine. Yeah. Uh, it, they get, put it this way, they get it wrong in the films. Right. That's not what it looks like in the films. Real life is a f- far more horrific. Yeah. The, but the first one, I, I had three months off. I drank a bottle of whiskey. I had antidepressants. I sobbed. I sat up all night. I had flashbacks. I, went I remember you saying, was it Tainted Love you listened to on repeat for about an hour or something at one point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was in the... the Marilyn Manson version, yeah? The Marilyn Manson <laughs> with headphones like what you're wearing. Yeah. Big headphones, nice and loud. And it just sort of put you into a trance. Yeah. Yeah, I find it's quite helpful sometimes. She's disappear into music yeah and i mean there was i can't remember what the medication i was given was but i only had it for about three days because i mean this didn't happen but this is what it felt like so i would wave goodbye to my wife <laughs> as she went to work and before i'd shut the door she was coming home from work that's what it felt like okay you know, like with um, whatever the medication was, he'd put me on. Yeah, it it was like a dream state. It was it was like suspended animation. Right, and I I knew I wasn't bad enough that I needed it, so I come off it after about three days. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like to say what the medication was because I can't remember to be honest. But then the second time, um, I actually helped evacuate the station, and then I walked down the track to the train to see how the driver was. I spoke to our control and everything like that. And as I was walking down the track, I phoned the wife, my wife, to say I'm going to be a little bit late for my tea. Yeah. And she shouted at me because it was the one and only time she cooked me tea for me. Oh. And that night um, I had a whiskey, not a bottle of whiskey, and I went back into work the next day. So. That's strange, isn't it? Yeah. Like, what a difference. But it's coping. It's coping mechanisms, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. we had a gentleman on Merseyrail who was involved in three suicides in quick succession, and he didn't go off sick because he was on a, a temporary contract. He didn't want to lose his job, right? And his cat died, and he went to pieces. You know, so yeah. weird, weird indeed. Anyway, shall we lift the tone a little? Sorry, I, yes. I started on a downer there, didn't I? I don't know. There's, there's Risk. Yeah. Risk. When I was at college. Oh. <laughs> oh no. In, in London. <laughs> I remember. Climbing up through the getting pissed and then and probably stoned. Climbing up through the loft of the house that we lived in in Wembley through the skylight in the loft climbing up on the roof sitting on the chimney stack and smoking god knows what looking down like on top of a semi-detached house for a, for a, a laugh you could have killed me <laughs> I, well I could have literally um, consigned you to oblivion because you would have never you would have never existed yeah, that's a mindfuck. I mean, there's been there's been a couple of times that I've thought like maybe you know accidents could have happened that could have ended it for me and that wouldn't have happened. But this, these were risks that I deliberately took. Why did my life have to be in the hands of someone so irresponsible? 
Yeah, but risk, I mean, everything we're doing here now has been risk assessed somewhere. Yeah. Let's face it, if you completely oh, if yeah. you completely eliminated risk from your life, you'd never you'd never well, you'd never be born. You you certainly wouldn't go out the front door. Because... Well you wouldn't wipe your arse, you wouldn't brush your teeth, you wouldn't have a shower because there's a risk you might scold yourself. You wouldn't use your toothbrush because you might gouge your eye out. You wouldn't wipe your ass because you might chafe. You wouldn't talk to strangers on the internet that you've never met just in case you en- end up getting knifed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, I don't know why that one came into my head. Or do I? <laughs> well, who's been doing that? <laughs> what? No idea. Talking to strangers. Don't never talk to strangers, especially scouse ones. All right, okay. <laughs> what happened to your KTAM's menu project, by the way? No one fucking wanted one. I fucking I posted photos. I was up for it. You would. What the, I can't even. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. What did they ask for? You you did posted I... Ktam's menus out, presumably not to just me, to other people as well. And you wanted oh, photos yeah. of the menu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In I... in in famous landmarks or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. What landmark did you... did you take it to? Well, it wasn't famous. It was in front of a church in Aberdeen. I held it up and. I guess it's yeah. the most famous landmark that Aberdeen really has. Yeah. Um, Most the of the churches best, in Aberdeen are nightclubs now, but <laughs> the best one was the Baltimore Beauty. There's only two of you who've asked for for um, ah. uh, little Amber from Baltimore. She took it to a baseball game and various things. Mm. So Top what's beard. what's the biggest risk you've ever taken? Firebolt. Oh, that's personal. It doesn't have to be. Um, <laughs> but, well, it is. <laughs> risk. Um, I suppose, actually, relatively recently, that I'd... Standing up and getting your maracas out at an inappropriate moment. What? <laughs> no. Standing up on stage and getting your maracas out at the wrong moment. Ah, that's fine. Um, th- that was a music thing. Um, he, did a, he did a concert and... Stood up to play the maracas, and then the conductor made him sit down because it was the wrong piece. Wasn't oh no way! I don't yeah, think but... many people. Know. I mean, someone in the second concert actually walked on that wasn't playing in the middle of the thing, so I d- I doubt I was the worst then. Yeah, sorry. Carry on with your risk thing. Right. Uh, probably actually uh, trying to apply for uni next year because <laughs> I have no idea is, what I'm doing. Is that a risk though? I mean, what? Yeah, what, what could happen? I don't know. It's just sort of the unknown, I guess. I never thought of that. I suppose, yeah, risk can be a positive thing rather than a negative thing, can't it? I mean, like, I don't, I don't think so. No, I've read the definition of risk before, and it's it's about putting yourself in danger, basically, or all right, okay, or losing something precious to you. To you, Hang it's on. not a. I don't think there's positive risk. That's um, surely something else altogether. Probably. I'll look up a definition of it. You do that. What about you? What's the biggest risk you've taken, Mr. Podfather? Uh, in the last three years, I'd say getting on my bike every day and riding the, the mean streets of Liverpool in and out of work. Have you got a nice helmet? I've got a lovely helmet. <laughs> It's all shiny and blue. Ah. 
Exposure to chance of injury or loss, a hazard or dangerous chance. Mm. Um, but so, there's also in the verb to venture upon, take or run the chance of. It's sort of where the negatives, if it doesn't play out well, would be a lot worse. Well, than... see, I'm sorry to, to 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 bring it back to politics, but let's that that is pretty much a, a, the biggest risk that our country's taken, like for as long as people can remember, is the EU thing, isn't it? The Brexit thing. Uh... That's that's a, a massive risk. Leaving. I mean, we've done a lot of stupid things as a country, so no. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I I think this is... We are the only country in Europe that hasn't got over World War II. I don't know. I, I think France still might have some hang-ups there. Yeah, but they're in bed with Germany. Literally, Germany dry-bombed France to within an inch of its life in the Second World War. Hmm. Yes, um, you know, and they're all bed partners now. Do you? I mean, do, oh, fucking hell, we're back onto politics. I was gonna. I was well, gonna. It always comes back to it. How far right do you think England or the UK could go? Right wing fascism always rears its head during um, times of depression and. Um, political, you know, when there's been a big crash or something like that. So Germany yeah. after World War One was basically bankrupted and uh, not in a very good place. Mm. And right-wing political groups, not just Nazis, there was hundreds of right-wing groups looking for somebody to blame mm. for the loss of World War One, and all the and it just happened that. All the financial ruin of Germany was all attributed to the Jews. So next thing, your Jewish neighbour, who had been your best mate and you're having barbecues with, becomes your enemy. See, I, I nothing th- like that's happened in the UK though, has it? <laughs> um, there's there's plenty of video footage um, on buses um, yeah, where people yeah. are calling out. People. I found myself. I found myself getting. I don't. I haven't really done this in the past, but I kind of recently. Th- thought fuck it i'm gonna stand up for what i think but in in the most stupid place of doing it on social media <laughs> and i was calling someone out on some on on a, a conversation and then suddenly i found myself in this long to and fro back and forth with two guys that i'd never met before who were coming out with some of the most worrying to me stuff that you think like how how does this happen that people can be that kind of I mean, the, the name calling started straight away. Not from me, from them. Um, I, you know, I just put my point of view across quite strongly, but I, I wasn't kind of insulting to anyone. But suddenly, I was being called a total knob and 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 stupid and this, that, and the other. And I'm and I'm thinking. I mean, it was it was to do with the decline of the NHS and that, and and I was being accused of of um, blaming um, the SNP's failures in the NHS up here on the English. Um, don't this, you think? Don't you think the NHS though is the biggest white elephant? It's a, the biggest distraction because it comes up in every general election now. Mm-hmm. And the NHS, um, when I was a kid, I went into hospital to get my tonsils out. Yeah. Right. I was in hospital for a week. 
the the hospital I was in, Walton Hospital, had um, kitchens, and all the food was prepared in the kitchens. Yeah, it, it had their own cleaning staff, and obviously, and I, I, you know, I can remember being I was about seven when I got my tonsils out, but I knew the cleaners. My food come up. You know, I can remember yeah. there was a, a little menu and what I, I picked was served to me. And it's all now, subcontracted now, isn't it? It's all subcontracted. So that is privatization. Yeah. It's right. it's it's all right. Like <clears throat> I went to hospital, I know we're in twenty twenty now. Happy New Year. And <laughs> twice I, I went to hospital for two things. I went to my doctors for two things. Uh one was um arthritis is i've got arthritis and the other one was ibs right right now both i just said to the doctor here's my symptoms he referred me he was a locum so he he doesn't give a fuck about the budget so he referred me i went to two separate private hospitals one in st helens for me arthritis and one in the central liverpool for me arthritis yeah. no, sorry for me about for me arsehole so <laughs> Um, the the NHS is already lost. Yeah, it's it's gone. Richard Branson, uh, Virgin is already. You go and Google it, um, Virgin Health or whatever it's called. They're already running clinics down yeah. south. Mm, yeah. Well, they, they actually tried to sue the NHS. No, no, they don't try. They do. Well, yeah, it's a, rev- it's a revenue stream. But it, they they sued the NHS because I think they were trying to pull them up on something they'd done within their units. Yeah, and they win. So that they're taking money out of the NHS for their shareholders. But that's what that's what happens when you kind of when capitalism goes unchecked, I think, is because business regulations are loosened because they want to give as much freedom as possible to 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 corporations. No, do you want do you want to take the responsibility off the state and give it to corporations? Yeah. That that's why I work within a privatized railway. Is a privatized you know, our shareholders on the company I no longer work for, Virgin, got dividends every year. Yeah. Virgin, if you have a look at the historically who the shareholders were for Virgin, it was only two people. Mm. But they were get taken out fifty plus million every year. Yeah. Well, that money could have been pumped back in. No train company owns its trains. No. They're all leased from train leasing companies. Mm. But interestingly enough, um, actually the Dutch government owns Scott Rail, which is the main rail company up here. Yeah, they own Mersey Rail as well. Yeah, and- I think the German government owns a few things as well. And Well, that's going to go well when we fuck off and leave the EU, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, our our new company, um, Avanti, is first group who used to be Scott Rail and um, Transitalia, the Italian were they National not Railway. The ones, who were the ones that bought Greyhound in America? Was that first group? First group, yeah. Yeah. And the um, the school buses, they run all the yellow school buses. All right. The Virgin. Uh, trains uh, had about three and a half thousand employees. It's tiny in comparison to First Group. First Group have got over a hundred thousand employees. Mm. It, the, the massive, but I mean, the NHS. Getting back to the NHS, the NHS is gone. It's already gone. 
you you can't get it back. Well, this this argument that I was having, I was saying that like I'm supposed to get a, a yearly checkup for this um, condition that I've got. It's it is actually cancer, but it's a uh, it's the most benign form apparently. It's it manifests as like eczema kind of condition um, symptoms. Um, but I'm supposed to get a check over every year, and it's been over two years since the last one. Um, and it's, it's I know somebody who works at Aberdeen Hospital, and and apparently they've only got three specialists left in dermatology um, because they've all just gone. And apparently, I'm blaming the English for the Scottish government's failure in recruiting people when there's nobody to recruit. You know, all the because everyone I saw before that, when I went on a yearly basis, was from somewhere in Europe. I, know, know, I don't this, know if there are any British specialists here that 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 do that. You know, this is the thing um, with again getting back to Brexit. We're cherry picking now. We were going to allow in. Mm. It's going to be a point system that he's imposing. But did so, you not say they've got to be they've got to be able to earn over thirty two grand a year or something? Yeah, but we need we need people in the fields picking our food because the Englishman is a lazy fat bastard. <laughs> well, apparently we've just, we've just sent the teenagers out doing that, haven't we? Yeah, but yeah, the teenagers now did all fuck. I mean, my fifteen year old is upstairs. If you said to her, go and pick asparagus for £6 an hour, she wouldn't know where to begin. Well, this is why we need to bring back conscription. So we need a good war, and then we'll be fine. The The next war will be two big bellends pushing buttons from opposite thing. sides of the world, and we'll that's, all get vaporised. I mean, that's essentially what war is now. It's online. Yeah, and it's, it's propaganda war. The only deaths are democracies. Oh, that's why, profound. <laughs> why can't we, right, have all the nerds fighting our wars online? They do, only a lot of them have been radicalised into fascists by now. Or paid. <laughs> Just get EA to sponsor it, instead of doing all the hacking that they that's do. And, you know, a big tournament, and whoever wins is um, the king of the world. A merger of esports and international governments. Well, they do yes. have that because there's ethical hacking. Companies actually employ hackers Put to Putin basically find their own weaknesses so that they can defend against them. Putin v PewDiePie, that would work. Or NerdCubed v Bojo. What are you talking about? Esports. <laughs> <laughs> esports. Um, World of Warcraft. Something or other. I have no idea. Fucking boss. I've run out of beer. Just do you do what? This is just quite World of Warcraft. Um, Got some vodka. Yeah, yeah. Shove some through the camera for us. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's disturbing. Um, just funnily enough, on the dictionary.com page for risk, the advert that we've got is travel to the US has never been easier, and it's for Estes. Oh, there you go. It's just a bit ironic, isn't it? I mean, last year I took a massive risk and I moved my family. Yeah, I ri- I risked me fifteen year old's mental health because uh, she is a very clingy, uh, sentimental type of character. So she didn't want to move. That yeah. was the house she was born in. Yeah, uh, and it's caused you know I've put her GCSEs at risk basically. 
that's got to be a big thing, isn't it? Like uprooting from the place that you've always lived your whole life. Yeah. So was that fair? Yeah, it was fair because the risk up to now has paid off. Yeah. She's just had, she's just had her mocks back um, and they're all eight and nines. So she, she's getting through it. She's working through it. Uh, and character building. As I well. don't know the English system. I'm assuming that's good. It's A's and A pluses, is it? Oh, right. uh, we do it the opposite way round, where one's actually the best score you can get. Oh, I do love Scotland. Um, so, yeah, they do it the opposite way round up here. What we do it the opposite way round up here. You just do everything the opposite way round up yeah. there. That's why it's fucking boss. <laughs> yeah, he goes to. I, do you know where Fintorn is? Fintorn. No. It's it, it's up it's about what, 50 60 miles up the coast from us. Yeah, yeah. He, go, yeah. he goes there on holiday regularly. We're not now. No. The oh, gentleman uh, oh. the house we stayed in it's gone. He sold it. Oh, you didn't stay on the um on the site the sort of what is it? We did Yeah, we did this year. All right, okay. But next year we're at um I don't know what that place is. It seems um, to be like some kind of like a almost like a hippie commune, but like I don't know, it's like a big caravan park thing. But they have like these communal areas and yeah. So we got our ASDA delivery on the Saturday night in the house in Findorn, yeah. and she said, "Oh, you're up for the big religious thing at the caravan site," and there was a big religious Jesus speaker. I mean, right. I go. I go to church. I don't throw it down anyone's neck. I just get on with my life. Yeah. But she thought we were all up there for a big Bible bashing weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh. it's strange. Yeah. It's a fabulous little place, Findorn. Yeah. Fa- yeah. Um, however, we're at Arbaloa next year. Is oh, it? yeah. That's, Do you prob- know? that's probably nearer, actually. That's. Um, <laughs> Oh, who is it? Who is it as the shortbread factory there? Um, I have no fucking... Walkers? Walkers. It could be. Yeah, it could be. I think they do, you know, because it's on the whiskey trail because there's a whiskey there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've had had the single malt. Well, there we go then. But risk... (laughs) Mm, Right, um, it's interesting talking about capitalism because a lot of people justify this massive inequality we see by saying the people at the top or the shareholders are the people taking the risk there. Now, I think that's bullshit because they're still going to be fine. Usually they are. Like um, when Thomas Cook went, the uh, CEOs were paying themselves massive bonuses and drove the company into the ground, but they're still fine. Their workers aren't probably. They've had to find other jobs, and a lot of them probably struggled. But the guys at the top, fine. Well, they just move on to another company, don't they? All the directors. Yeah, yeah it's it's glorified. I mean, it's just it's just upper class um, gambling, though, isn't it? Really, it's like it's just the bookies. The stock exchange is just like the bookies. No, it's it's not really gambling. Um, the likes of Reese Mogg, for example. And and all his little mates, his cronies, in his echelon, you know, in his upper echelons, uh, they all know where to move the money to cap to make the most from Brexit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
So if you phone up your financial advisor, he's not allowed to advise you or your pensions advisor or your shared advisor. You've got to make the decision yourself. It's it's like betting on a horse race after you've crippled all the other horses. Yeah, they know <laughs> where to Their money is all in situ ready for when we click over through Brexit and they will he, he already he made something like 17 million. This is this is the richest prime minister in our history. Did you know that? Jesus. Great. Boss, <laughs> isn't it? Does that include like inflation though? Because I would imagine some of the like, earlier ones were like lords and have a Google. Okay. Let your fingers do the walking, man. Oh. <sighs> Okay. He's very Trumpy on these podcasts, isn't he? Yeah, Hopefully we're not. thinking of getting some, uh, like, what's the podcast version of, like, Smell-O-Vision? <laughs> we could send out scratch and sniff cards. Oh, dear. Uh, just a bit of shit on a bit of paper. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, that's a cheap um, a cheap tier on Patreon, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just a little ball of shit. A breaking dad shit sniffer. <laughs> um, I mean, there was... Um, Someone who started selling their bath water for like thirty dollars on I think no, I think it was fifteen dollars online. I think was it was it just, just I think it was just water, but they said that it was I know people sell water. used underwear online. Is but, that's gotta be a risk though, hasn't it? <laughs> what selling it or buying it? <laughs> buying it? <laughs> it's a perverse <laughs> risk, but it's a risk nonetheless. Hmm. What's the most what's the bit, most riskiest thing you've ever done, Paul? Apart from the roof. I've done the roof thing as well. I've done that. I've been there. Um, oh, I'd have to have a think. Um, have you ever risked your entire family and well, everything? You, you kind of... You, uh, if, if I had, would it be wise to put it on a publicly available podcast? <laughs> I don't mean um, like shagging and that. I mean like moving, <laughs> moving house and and moving. Oh, well, actually, I suppose a fairly major risk was moving to Scotland, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. You, you said to me that you married um, your wife. Um, star stuff. I I proposed almost to her immediately the, after meeting her. I proposed to her the day after I met her, and we were married three months later. That's that. That's a love story. Yeah, we, uh, I, we, I, we met online in the Muse Band chat room, um, and we got chatting. And then, by about a month later, we'd been on the phone and got on on the phone. And I took the train up for the weekend and met her in a public place. And then we went back to hers, and <laughs> I proposed the next day. And I think probably within about eighteen months. You you were along as our second child, no? It would be more than that, wouldn't it? No, it's about twenty months. <laughs> yeah. How, how how long have you been married then? Uh, we just had our eighteenth anniversary. Fantastic. See, that's and it's better that. than it's ever been as well. I mean, you go through ups and downs, but it's it's definitely been on and up for quite a while now. It's, it, I think you where, go past the point where you where you your youthful ideas of what a relationship is and should be change into a realisation of what actually a long-term relationship is when you've both put that amount of time into it. 
and what you've built. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's a massive risk. What you did there was a massive risk. Proposing the day after you'd have met, because she could have just said no and fucked you off. Yeah, but it, I suppose it was that a calculated that time. <laughs> calculated risk. I don't know. Um, because you had nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose there, is there, in a marriage proposal? No, not really, especially if you've only known each other for a day. <laughs> Except all your hopes and dreams, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but at that point in my life, I'd lost all of those anyway. Fun. So, I, I would Speaking say it was probably a gamble. This was probably more of one of those positive situations rather than a... a, a da- I mean, the, the, I suppose the obvious risk would be if she turned out to be an axe murderer, and she still claims that she might be, just do it playing the long game. So that's fair enough, yeah. I'm with that. Um, um, the richest prime minister of the UK was the 14th Earl of Derby, Edward Stanley. I don't even know where Derby is. I've been there once with seven million pounds. What's the Boris got then? A really bad hairdo, yeah, really bad waistline. What would you do? If you met him in the street, if you got on your train and you met him, you just walking through first class and he was sat there. What would you do? And you you had to take his ticket. Well, what, what would you say to him? Um, well, I don't do tickets, uh, but no. he was open. <laughs> Sorry, he I was didn't up- mean to demean you there. <laughs> if you- he was up, he was up and down on our our network um, during the general election, right? And you know, some staff. Embraced him and stung some staff didn't. <laughs> you know, I wasn't put. I wouldn't put myself in the situation where because if you do anything, oh, if you I, if you it, make, he just brought his photo up on the screen and I just think what a fucking knob. Just looking at you, his face. If you Sorry. make any sort of political stance against him in a pub, you know, with the press there and everything like that, because the press are following him, and Virgin Trains employee gives the really? prime minister the finger. You've yeah, lost the, your job. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you get that bit, but it's sort of... The smear will be on you for some weird reason. It's like um, when he went to a hospital and uh, I think it was the father of yeah. a sick kid. He was born in New York. Started listing everything he's done wrong to do with the NHS. And it's like, you've just come here for a press opportunity. He points to the press. And it's like, there's no press here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. And put that water off a duck's back. And, and that, that's in the press, he gets smeared and all they focus on is, oh, he was a Labour activist. Well, of course he's going to fucking be, given his position. Well, there you go. I mean, back in the day, Edwina Curry, what did she resign over? Something to do with eggs and salmonella? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? No idea. But, but she fell on her sword and resigned. Um, who was the one who was shagging in the uh, Chelsea shirt? David uh, Meller. David Meller. All oh, right. Yeah. 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 Resigned. I he, don't know what it's going to take, though. I mean, it's like with Trump, isn't it? It's, the, even the impeachment shit that's going on, it's like, what is it going to take? Is anything going to actually remove? No, because them? <laughs> because we're in this this right. People actually think that affect and change by sharing a post on Facebook. In the old days, people used to maybe sponsor or get out there and and muck in with the local community and help with stuff. But now there's a little sick child or there's a little puppy needs a home. 
oh, that's sad. I'll share it on Facebook. Mm. There's there's no risk involved in that. But uh-huh. it makes you look like a social warrior. I reckon we're all addicted. Or well, you probably aren't, but I certainly I think have I, I want to I mean I need to use Facebook for some things for business because we've got like a page and all that sort of stuff, but I just find myself on the on the timeline and just getting wound up by stuff and it's just like i mean it's an it's an abusive relationship just delete it um you can use facebook pages for your business not a problem then you've only got access to your own personal pages um just delete it i deleted facebook from my phone it's still on my ipad so i still have a little bit of facebook time at bedtime but can you can you access pages and get notifications and stuff without having an actual account like, uh, you you know, without having your own home page kind of thing. I mean, I can take the icon off of my front screen and just set up notifications for the pages, but the app's still on my phone then. <laughs> the, yeah, the pages app is only for the page, so for your page, for your business. So there's no risk involved there. I've got the you, pages manager, but that's, yeah, that's just yeah, that's for the, the one, yeah. But that's just for the pages that I run. We've got a band yeah. page that I don't run. That I still yeah. need to get notifications from, but you might you might still see that. I don't know. I, uh, it it's so addictive. Yeah. But it's it, it's what they want. It's what they want. I I go with fits and starts with Twitter. I don't really use Twitter anymore. I still I do, but I don't. I do for the After Dark Podcast Network, where I share links to podcasts coming out. Um, but. I've shut down the Orlando Twitter because who gives a fuck? <laughs> I've shut down the, the Two Tribes Twitter because who gives a fuck? It, it, it's all just noise. It's you just find yourself noise. getting wound up by articles, and, and then after a while you think, am I actually even looking at something a person's written, or is this a bot, or is this somebody that's being paid to sow division? Or you know. Yeah. I mean, you've had the cockwomble on your show, the, the Twitter warrior. Who- oh, God. <laughs> yeah. he knows yeah. yeah what a fucking bell in that fella is <laughs> you said it <laughs> I, I did say it and I'll say it to his fucking face and I've said it time and time again to his face but it's it's water off a duck's back with him he, sh- he just doesn't give a shit because he can hide behind his Twitter persona uh, and he can say what he likes and he can do what he likes what happened to um to his um News thing that he was doing, he, he didn't because he's <laughs> too he's too busy. So, right. but it's a lot easier to just say a few words on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and whatever. If you said that sky was blue, he would say it was fucking grey. That was that was about three hours long. That episode, wasn't it? Yeah, that was dead funny. That episode because <laughs> you were dying dying on your feet. Oh yeah, I. You see, I'd, if I could be asked, I would have him on again, but just to basically rip, like rip into. Does he listen to this? I, I don't know. I don't. He, <laughs> he doesn't. I don't. He, I think he's that far up his own ass. He doesn't listen to fucking <laughs> nothing. <laughs> this is the this is the After Dark Podcast Network. Um, uh, although he's not got a podcast anymore, is he? So no. Well, I, I sacked. Is him he still on podcast. Pop After Dark? Uh, no. That's just uh, that's just Nick wandering along on his phone now, is it? Yeah. Getting, the getting, hobo. getting getting all the film opinions wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I I just found 
I mean, it, it just seemed like someone d- at some point had hope and <laughs> at some point believed in things. Now it just seems just eager to just say no to everything. Yeah, yeah, he, hate, he hates every political party because they're all shit. He hates everything. I mean, I get that they're none of them perfect and there's more could be desired out of... I mean... <laughs> Just seeing how long, I need I need more beer. We've only been going just over an hour. I need more beer. Um, Out of all of them, um, I would say the Green Party is the only one I can think of that's done nothing particularly egregious. I like, I like their um, politics in the the whole thing about them not uh, one of their manifesto things about no bringing in legislation so that no organisation could pay their highest earners more than 10 times that of their lowest earners. I mean, that just seems like common sense to me. I know, but it, when you think about it, it's also probably extremely difficult to implement. It's a, it's, a, it's a huge change when you think of something like a football club. Yeah, or, or, or an actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Um, the fella who's just brought you the cup of tea is on ten dollars an hour, but you're on a hundred million for this film. It it wouldn't work. No, you'd have to. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah, well, right. You'd, you'd have to bring down his the the top wage. You couldn't put the bottom wage up. You'd have to bring down the top wage drastically. I mean, that just seems fair. I mean, no one needs that much money. That's the thing. No, no one in their right mind would need that much money for themselves when there are people starving in this world. Well, is it? I don't know if this is true because I heard it on the customer is always weird. But um, that a third of a third of UK Rex children Wilson's. are now in poverty. Yeah, that's I checked when we were doing our election special. Now I on, think um, the definition because they looked it up on the episode I was listening to. And the definition was. Um, if it's less than 60% of the median wage. Now, first of all, I need to work out what the median is, but I also need to point out, um, Ryan and co, that you made a mistake about the 50,000 nurses thing. Um, they said that they were claiming, the Tories were claiming to be making 50,000 more nurses when they said 12,000 of them already existed. It was actually 19,000. Yeah, it was 21, 20, 19, yeah. 20,000, yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Bring it. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing because they said they 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 were talking bollocks. Well, I'm referring back to our last episode now, aren't I? We were going to do a review at some point to get back at them for taking our slot, as it were. Um, I'm making less and less sense now. I like that noise. Do it again. Oh, I've always wanted to see that. <laughs> Right. Um, Poverty-wise, the definition used by a number of international organisations such as UN and World Bank is that you, you just fart? cannot know as chair. Uh, you cannot afford the basic needs of life: food, clothing, shelter, and so on. And yes, a fourteen point three million people in the UK are in poverty. How much beer have you got left? I've finished my can. Right. Is it going to be a risk if I leave my son with you? Go for it. <laughs> Go and get more beer. Don't slag me off while I'm gone. Oh, you know I will. Oh, we will. Make it nice stuff. 22% of people in the UK are in poverty. That's, 
that's what. How rich are we? Are we the fifth richest? The six. fourth richest? Six, six now richest. because India overtook us um, relatively recently. Not entirely I mean, due to Brexit. <laughs> so we're the sixth richest country on the planet, and we're tiny. We yeah. are t- tiny. That's largely and, off the back of the British Empire. Yeah, definitely. And yet we've got people. I mean, we've got we've got a, a family who sell the big issue outside our co-op uh, at the bottom of the road there, and everybody bands together. They're from Romania. This family, uh, Leo is his name, right? And I buy him a loaf of bread every time I go in, and people actually fucking snarl at him. Right. Oh Jesus. Treat you know, and this fella's standing there for six hours selling the big issue. You would you wouldn't do that if so that haircut, that's not a real haircut. Oh Who? sorry, you're back. Nothing doesn't matter. I'm actually thinking about getting it cut short in the new year. What do you reckon? Yeah, get a skinhead. No, not that bad. Oh meow. What are you doing? Um pretending to be a cockatoo. <laughs> Um, I was going to say something else. <laughs> Pretend, pretending he's got a cock or two. <laughs> I don't have to pretend, darling. Or two? <laughs> I wouldn't leave the house if he had two. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Some people do, don't they? Do they? I'm sure there's people with two penises. I'm sure it's pretty rare if there are. And please yeah. do not Google this. <laughs> can I incognito? Not on my computer. You can do it in your own time. Thank you very oh, much. That's what incognito's for. I'm sure I've seen a picture of somebody with two penises. Or it might have I'm been... I'm sure you have. <laughs> or it might have just been a picture with two penises in. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it might have just been uh, the press conference with Donald see, Trump and Boris Johnson. Apparently... Because I'm old, I don't know how to Google properly. You don't. So, so would I? Does anyone have two penises? No, don't just ask it a question. Just <laughs> use keywords like I have people with two penises. Oh shit! There I am. Diphalia is a genetic condition present at birth in which a person has two penises. Right. Uh, I'd love that. It It affects about one out of every five to six million baby boys. Do you have two penises and four balls? Oh, there's a thing on BBC Newsbeat. There's a man with two penises has been speaking to Newsbeat about living with the condition. He says it's a rare condition, Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's graphic content that some people may find offensive, special and unique, he says. I bet you they can use it as a tripod. (laughs) That would be good, wouldn't it? Oh, wow. You could have a threesome with... Hang on. Let me work this out. I don't think that's how that works. With two of you. I imagine it'd be quite difficult to do a lot of things to do with sex. Why? Well, it a lot of things become quite inconvenient there, like... Yeah, but you could things a... going through the wrong <laughs> tubes and... You, you could do... You could like... do a... You'd be ready-made for DP. <laughs> DP. <laughs> one in the pink, one in the stink. Right. <laughs> well, so, I don't know about you, but I'm not that flexible. <laughs> oh, 
I'm just trying to trying to come up with some kind of appropriate response. This has been quite risky. It is. Right, come on, back on risk. Right. Who hasn't? Yeah, that wasn't my biggest risk. What? What? Who hasn't done their biggest risk yet? I think we've all done sort of. So it's like mean, truth or dare. To be honest, my biggest. We should. Risk, do- I'm not comfortable talking about. We should. We should no, me neither. We should do a live risk on podcast. We should we should all take I, a big risk on the on the episode. I th- I think you're a walking <laughs> risk, Paul. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> because you're self employed. Oh right, okay, sorry, <laughs> I was misunderstanding you there. No. Well, I'm not. You see, I am my own boss, but I'm not self employed. I'm a I'm a director of a limited company that I oh, own. Right. Yeah, but even that's a risk. I Everything, mean, yeah. You know, I I go to Actually, work and I get paid. Financially, that was the biggest risk. Our holiday oh. last year. <laughs> that was the biggest financial risk I've ever taken. But it was worth it. It paid off. I'm still paying for it, but it paid off. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. It's just sort of a question of what you value, but um, sometimes you don't really have a choice. Yeah. You're right there. Did you, you did just fart? No, it's just a chair. Oh shitty ass! He's fallen asleep. He's been up. I've been up. Um, I don't even know how long I've been up. Nineteen hours. Yeah. 19 hours. Oh, Siri's talking to me on my watch. Thanks, Siri. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, he's an Apple nerd. No. <laughs> I won't respond to that. Well, you told Sorry. us to fuck off. I did. Alexa, you can fuck off as well. I'd rather not answer that. Oh. <laughs> Very sassy computers today. <laughs> Alexa will kill me in my sleep now tonight. I must admit, I prefer Alexa to um, Google. Okay, Google. Oh, shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Tell okay Google to fuck off. Okay, Google, fuck off. <laughs> I, I've not got the volume on, so it's... Oh, I have. It's just not speaking to me. Oh, fine. Be like that, then. Is, it not, a, is it not a massive risk that we've all got these listening devices in every room in our house? Yeah, especially when you like just having a private conversation with somebody and then the next thing you know, an advert pops up for what you were just talking about on your Facebook timeline. Does it? Yeah, have you not had that happen? No. <laughs> You're talking about something completely random and not even using your I, phone at the time. I think that's more a case of that it just gathers so much data on you that it knows what you want and when. It just knows you better Do you than what you freak me out when I first though? got Android Auto with the car, our car, and I plug my phone into it and... Now, whenever I get in the car, the screen comes up suggesting places that I have been at the same time, like at different times in the past. And then I had an email the other week that that basically listed everywhere that I'd been for the last month and and said, did I want to verify it? Like said, it said I'd parked here, I'd walked from there to there, I drove from here to there, at what time it was, where I've been. They're just tracking that- you. Oh, it's frightening, isn't it? <clears throat> but, it's helpful to a certain extent, but it's worrying that 
that information is in the hands of I mean, a corporation. The main sort of reassurance there, and it's not a massive reassurance, is that your life isn't interesting enough for it to be worth much to anybody other than some fairly standard procedure. Yeah, but that's because he's not a serial killer yet. Well, Maybe I'm just a really good one. Uh, what was his name? The Who's, one who used to put the bodies out at sea. He was on the uh, telly. I don't know. But have you watched uh, that? I'm not particularly well versed in my serial killers. Have you watched that Netflix thing series on the, the guy that's still inside at the moment in America? Uh, Making a Murderer? I've seen that for series one. Yeah, series I think there's only two series, is there? But they'll, make it, they'll be making yeah. the third at some point. Yeah, but they sent him to jail again, didn't they? Mm. Well, he won. Um, he won millions and he was getting released. And then something happened and he got sent back down. Oh, no, I think he got out for a bit. He did for a bit, yeah, but then they put him back inside. But it was all um, so hard. Whether they did, I think they ultimately they probably did do it, but Americans are so bent that they'll plant I fake evidence and everything. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of corruption there, and not a massive. Um, what the fuck are you doing? I'm I'm scratching my chin with my top teeth. Why? Because I want to, all right? Okay. So risk. Come on, come on, come on. Let's Gambling. That's a fucking massive risk. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the main thing that I was actually thinking of talking about, but um, I haven't actually we, got to it. Apart what, from like some brief bits to do with stocks. but The winners uh, are only the companies who entice you to gamble. Well, that's the thing. House always wins. That's the saying, isn't it? Yeah. I See, I don't know if it's true, but my brother used to go to the pub and he used to come home with more than he'd took out with him um, regularly because um, he used to do this thing where he would sit basically near the fruit machine and watch it, like watch it for long periods of time while he was drinking. And knowing how much they pay out percentage-wise, he would watch people losing for... Certain amount of time, and then he would jump on and get the jackpot. Oh dear! What the fuck was that? Did you just put your phone up your ass? You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I can smell it. Sober. <laughs> um. Uh, but he's a physics teacher. He's. Actually, I am not. No, oh, sorry, your brother. Yeah. Um. So he actually we, knows what he's doing there. But most people gambling, I suspect, don't. We're tempted to record a podcast from... We're, we're going down... Not a podcast, a bob. Something, a bob. What it's, the fuck's a bob? <laughs> you have to pay exclusive for exclusive subscribers thing, which we've now, now dropped to a dollar a month for Patreons because no fucker's bothered with any of it. Um, but we do an exclusive video once a month where we just get pissed and... Just whatever. Bob. Yeah, it's, yeah, we couldn't think of what to call it, and I just said, "How about Bob?" And that was, I like Bob. Mm. Bobs are nice generally. Yeah, 
Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, he, we're going we're going to his house on Christmas Eve and leaving on Boxing Day. But he has a hot tub in the back garden. Ooh. Right, we might. Um... That might be a risk getting in that water if they haven't changed the filters. It's uh, from what I remember. It's like pretty much neat chlorine. You come out with your eyes burning. Oh uh, well, <laughs> it's pretty chilly getting into it because it's outside, middle of winter. In your swimming trunks. Swimming trunks. Yeah, but by the time you get out there, you, you've got a big glass of whiskey in your hand normally. Well, I probably you won't. Uh, get on the whiskey, lad. Although I'll probably have a lot more alcohol than I would have had there before because... I've got a, I've got a friend who works at Macallan Distillery. Oh. That, uh, yeah, is that a blended... No, 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 no. It's a very, single. very good um, single malt place. Yeah, oh. I mean, they probably do some kind of blended thing, but um, anyway. Get I feel, on it, lad. I feel like we've... I don't know what to talk about with risk. I could risk... Um, See, there's a lot of people sort of addicted to that rush of... Adrenaline. something to lose there. Did you think there was a risk... when we? How old were you when we went to Oakwood? We used to be in the roller coaster club of Great Britain for a little while. Bunch of nerds that basically just go on these trips. So you're watching something, aren't you? I had the fussy with Philip. <laughs> Who won? Oh, we got beat five nil. Ah, oh, that's a shame. So um, yeah, we yeah, went but- on, went on this two hundred foot high. What was it called? Sky coaster? Sky swing thing? Basically, we strapped into this harness and hoisted up 200 feet, and then you pull the lever, and it just drops you like Superman. You just do this massive swing thing. So, but where you live, in the it takes hours for you to get anywhere. Yeah, that's annoying. So you're in this coaster club. That's got to be a weekend given up. Well, that was a week's trip. Yeah, it was a weekend for that but we we spent a week away we went to Drayton Manor on the way down and then a couple of days at Alton Towers on the way back just because it was a fucking I mean it's about 500 miles driving down for Christmas so fucking Alice Scotsman singing about 500 miles it is literally it is 500 miles the the scariest thing about it was the first thing first time I was doing it though was you realise that when you cross the border you're halfway from from our house but it's like um, Oakwoods and Wales and they were like shouting out, who's come from the furthest away? And some people were saying, oh, we've come from Cornwall, so far away. And it's just like, we've come from fucking north of Scotland, mate. Yeah. Fucking Aberdeen, bastards. Uh, it's 30 miles to Aberdeen from I mean, where we are. They thought we were nutters. I mean, half of them are anyway, but it's been a while since. Well, we haven't really done much with them anyway, so. No, we're not money. members anymore because oh, right. I haven't bothered. But. What's your next risk? Um, probably uni. Um, that I'm willing to talk about. That's not that personal. It's quite general, I guess. Um, I'm planning on doing that next year, and I'm not really sure if I'm ready. But I'm not sure if you ever really are. So, what's the? Are you doing your A levels now? I'm doing. It's called hires up here. I think that's roughly equivalent to A levels. They're slightly different, but. In terms of uni entry, they're about the same. So, 
is the risk are you going to stay at home? Is is Aberdeen got a university and, and whatnot, or are you they've going got to go? Two. They've got yeah. Aberdeen. Uni- Aberdeen have two universities. <laughs> <laughs> they got Robert Gordon's, but they annoyingly and don't do physics apparently, which surprised me because they're quite a posh one. Um, uh, so that's University of Aberdeen. And Where did the princes go, or one of them? Did one of them get a degree up there in Scotland? I don't know. I know um, probably Harriet Gord- Watt Gordonston School. That's in Edinburgh. They went to some of them. Oh, was it? Yeah. So, where would you like to go? I'd like to go to Edinburgh because it's um, the only Harry place Twat. in um, what? Harry Twat University. No, uh, <laughs> University of Edinburgh. Harriet um, Watt. No, not Harriet Watt. It's a different one. Known as Harry Twat. Um, it's the only university in Scotland that does a course on paleontology, which I'm quite interested in, but. I don't know. It seems like I'm more geared towards physics, but we'll see. Are they plastic ice cubes you got there? Yeah. Is that neat, what you're drinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, sleep to, I'll sleep tonight. This is a risk, drinking vodka neat. When you're back behind the... Uh, do you have a wheel, or is it a lever, or a joystick? Uh, a power brake controller, Yes. When you're back behind that Thursday, yeah, day off tomorrow. Uh, So when we when we finish at the cinema, you'll probably be getting up to go and um, play with your your controller stick thing. Um, Six o'clock Thursday morning, I'm back in. Uh, Uh, Probably not. No, you'll be in bed. No, yeah, we'll be back home about half past three. I would think is is what the Disney Company have done to Star Wars a risk. Or do you think ultimately it'll pay off? I don't know. I haven't watched any of The Mandalorian yet. Um, we we are getting onto it, but we've just watched through all of the movies, haven't we? Yeah. Preparation. Is it a risk? <sighs> I think know. they think they can buy their way out of any risk. Um, they can basically... I mean, I mean, they'll still make tons of money from it, whatever happens, because even if people to know don't what they're like doing with it, Avatar. they'll go to see it. Because that that whole Avatar thing, obviously, I mean, I think the the area in Animal Kingdom, I think, looks fucking amazing. Yeah. But, and I really enjoyed the special effects of the film when I saw it. But that was like back when digital first came out. That was the big thing, wasn't it? The three D kind of, and <clears throat> Cameron did his usual kind of wonders with it. But it's not but a bad nothing's... film. But it's not. A, it, it's just a film. It just feels kind of bland. Yeah, it's just middle of the road. It's just a, it's a it's five a, or six out of ten. Yeah, story wise, it, it's eye it's very very eye candy. Um, but I just think the whole idea of calling something unobtainium was a bad mistake. Yeah, that, that was. Um, I'll give you that. I'll it's give you fucking that. Fucking dumb. But, um, but I like the idea of being in. I mean, the the premise behind it was an interesting thing, like being inside an animal. <laughs> We've all done it. Have we now? <laughs> well, I'm not being funny. You're in the Highlands of Scotland. It wouldn't surprise me. Fuck off. That's Wales. You've got cows up there. Yeah, you I know, but up- would you a wild cow? I've got a friend who's um. 
Whoa. <laughs> Welsh. And, um, They've got horns to hold on to. No. Oh, the, yeah, him. Sheep Shagger. Yeah, we've had him on our channel. His nickname's Sheep Man. Like, what, does he wear wellies? No. Because you put, you, you put the sheep's back legs in the wellies while you're wearing them so that you can't escape. Well, oh, yeah, that was it. that was the thing, wasn't it? Why do... Uh, you what? seem to know a lot about this. I've only ever motted out a sheep. I've never shagged it. What, what does motted out mean? Fuck. <laughs> 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 No, but that was why do why do um why do they take this why do the Welsh take the sheep to the edge of the cliff? Was <laughs> why? Because they push back harder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I feel like it's descending, but I don't care. Have we abandoned the subject yet? I mean, well, well, all of this is kind of a risk with Craig. No offense. I'm being quite sensible, I think. What have we got coming up? To be honest, you're actually a bigger risk of a monarch. Me. Um, yeah. Well, this I, is... I, ris- I did risk this after dark once by talking about fingering a dolphin mm. on the show. I remember that. The thing I'd, I'd noticed, actually, though, the last episode, I thought, it, have you kind of abandoned the respectability a bit now? Because I, I thought the language um, was more... Genuine in the last episode I listened to, although I haven't listened to nearly, nearly enough of them recently. But the last what, one was uh, I it, on it, yeah. But it was the early release version on Patreon, so maybe that gets edited out. I don't know. Oh, no, we don't do any editing. No, there's there a lot of some, swearing on it, which is not normally the case, I don't think, with that, is it? Yeah, sometimes I just like to push Nick's buttons, he needs it. If I, if I feel um, a little bit risky. I'll drop a few f bombs and whatnot, and a few innuendos and whatnot. Yeah. Um, there, there is a, he's got somewhere. We did an episode of Dad, that was so dark, dark, dark. Yeah, because I remember back in the early days, there was a really good one with um, a, fi- a porn fiction writer that does stuff about um, uh, shagging yeah. in Disney. Yeah, what was, that, what was the name of them? Something uh, blue. Blue, um, I can't remember. Star blue, blue, blue star, blue. Don't know, but it was basically yeah. like, basically like fan fiction of people like shagging on it's a small world and stuff like that. Oh, you'll find that all over the internet. I mean, uh, I hope yeah, but, you don't specifically. Well, you obviously know already, so yeah. But she she read out excerpts from it. She did, yeah. And uh, listen, these these guys in the background, you could hear them the breathing getting heavier and heavier as she was going on. <laughs> And then Mickey presented himself, and my strap-on went straight up his arse. <laughs> it didn't sound like that. Rule 34, <laughs> don't look it up. Rule if, 34? Yeah, if you can think of it, there's porn of it. What What are the other 33 rules? I don't know. Okay. It's just a, a site on... Don't look it up, because... <laughs> don't look it up. I agree. I I totally agree. Um, yeah, so this episode was so dark that it's in the, the vault somewhere. <laughs> Disney Nick. after extra dark. Yeah. But that was why I first started listening to it was because it was, I mean, like I was doing the research for that for a holiday, but it was 
it was different. It was like, yeah, this is a bit more interesting because it's like it's actually a laugh and and it's grown ups talking. Fucking hell, that's weird. You just researching for a holiday is basically the reason we're part of this network and why we're taking the risk we're taking now. Well, yeah. So in an, in another way, that risk wasn't just about um, winning the memories of a lifetime with the holiday itself, but it paid off in terms of this guy <laughs> looking like a fucking um, drunk ferret. I've got all my cheeks have gone red. All of them. Yeah, all oh, of them. <laughs> 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 um yeah so occasionally i i will um take things a bit dark but i try not to and ev- what i what i am becoming conscious of is the risk that that involves is that somebody somebody somewhere might make a complaint or um my daughter's friends might start listening to the, you know have you listened to kevin smith podcasts I haven't, no, um, but I can imagine. I, 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 I was trying to get um, Theo to watch some of his stuff, actually. Um, well, in, in one podcast, he basically goes into great detail of him and his wife are in a hotel. He wants to fuck her. She says no. So while she's putting her makeup on, she pulls her arse cheeks apart while he wanks off over it. Right. Right. Now... <laughs> um. To put that out, it's fair enough when you're Kevin Smith, the movie director, you can sort of get away with shit like that. Yeah. But if you're Joe Bloggs, the normal person from down the street, and you're putting out there to the world that your wife stands in front of the mirror with her arse cheeks apart whilst you wank off, you've got to have a big set. That's a fucking risk. (laughs) Because the wrong content or topic or conversation on a podcast could bring you down couldn't it well this is see uh, um my daughter has my daughter has um probably probably quite sensibly um, avoided being on much of our content because um being in like doing acting courses and stuff like that there's well it's obviously it's not like highly likely but there's a chance that she could become not famous necessarily but she you know being in the public eye possibly or the next role that she takes everything everything yeah everything on on youtube is is there well yeah stays there like i mean that (laughs) i mean a big risk starting this channel financially and time wise that takes up a lot of our time and work i mean what if you apply to cern and they look you up because employers do this now. They look your well, your, yeah. your profiles That's up, and you Basically and they come across breaking bollocks. Online. I don't know. I think yeah, they'd have a good laugh. You're leaving a foot. Well, this is the thing now. Kids are so desperate to get onto social media, and we remember when Facebook was born. And you remember, you used to see it used to be Craig is. So Craig is having a shit. Craig is having a piss. Yeah. yeah. Craig is wanking over the corpse. Um, (laughs) And is he now? Again. All that stuff is searchable. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's all there, just buried away on the... And if somebody wants to find it, they can find it. So trying to put that across to your, like, 13-year-old... See, when I first got got connected online at home, uh, back in the year 2001, I think it was... Um, it was through NTL we're doing the cable service, and they gave us uh, an email address that has your your name as part of the email address. And at that point, I I was so, um, what do you call it? Careful. I just thought that you shouldn't have you you shouldn't be identifiable online. When I first went online, I didn't want anything like in my email address that could identify me, in case you could. No, that's right. Yeah. I, mean, I, re- I remember actually being in a chat room with somebody and freaking the freaking them the fuck out because we were, they were totally anom- anonymous, but I managed to get enough information from them in a in a perfectly innocent conversation to basically pinpoint where they lived, like just in having a conversation with a stranger in the chat room, and I, I didn't do it to like be freaky or anything. I just kind of I just said to them. Do you do you happen to have a stream like outside, you know, at the bottom of your garden? They're like, yeah. How, how do you know that? And I'm like, and I basically worked out exactly where they lived, and they were like, and I and I said, that's how easy it is to to actually find someone. So like the fucking terrifying thing, because I think this is. But people just say say all this shit on Facebook now. What if you? What if the wrong person sees it and decides well, they're going to come around and teach you a lesson? You know. That's because you, you never really know what the future holds. I mean, um, there's been quite a bit about this. Specific, uh, so we were thinking of um, around about um, what's his name, Brett Kavanaugh, and his being appointed to the Supreme Court in the US. <clears throat> and pardon me, the main person testifying against him, uh, I think, Doctor Christine Blasey Ford, has been doxxed everywhere online she's had to move houses several times because people keep sending her death threats and finding out where she's living based on minimal information and just basically hacking her I think that, that's me. what happened to uh, Tim Tracker what's that uh, he's a Disney blogger isn't he vlogger yeah, sorry the, vlogger uh, yeah and just through a, a bit of like the trees outside his house and yeah. the the shape of his fence, the shape of his garden, people could find him on Google Maps. Yeah. So they had to move out. That's and that's just a Disney blogger. That's a risk. It's a definite risk putting yourself out there. It's weird. I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't know what your sort of listenership is on. I, I suspect Diz After Dark's the biggest uh, show yeah. on the network. Don't know what your regular listenership is, but obviously you're not a celebrity, but you're semi. There, there are a fair few people who know you who've it, never met it, you. Well, it's quite bizarre. I mean, Simon Isbell was the first one who fucked me in the arse. I don't know if you've um, heard this story. What? We we were basically hi in Simon. The, oh yeah, hi, hi Simon. We're in the Bill and Ted Theatre watching the last ever Bill and Ted show. We walks out, me and Nick are recording, everybody's got one. Uh, we're just finishing up, and this fella comes up to us because he, he heard my voice and was like, are you Craig from Diz After Dark? And I, it just fucking freaked the fuck out of me. But We, we should I, get everyone on. 
and, and then on. get everyone on in the world. Yeah. And then it happened in um, Primark. Yeah. Primark. Yeah. What's the other one? I think you said um, it was Primark, didn't you? Was it Primark? I think yeah, um, that's what you said. Next. Uh, no, nah. uh, one of them was, cheap ones. Primark. And basically, <laughs> um, he, I was talking to the lady about buying a, a jacket, and this fella standing behind us, and and then he come up and introduced himself, and he was a listener of Morlando, <laughs> and he just heard me cut me voice in a shop. Was mm-hmm. that in Liverpool though? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Dude, that seems weird. Because I could get in America if it's like, you hear a Liverpudlian accent. Is that crazy? Because it's going to be quite rare there, isn't it? I don't know. I mean, out of all the Liverpudlians that go to America, you're probably quite low. Is that right? Liverpudlian. That's spot on that, yeah. Fucking dogs bollocks in dogs bollocks. I don't. I've been to Liverpool, but not since I was very young. The only thing I can remember about it because my brother was a yeah. choir boy. <laughs> oh, dead! He was a chorister at Leeds Parish Church, and they did. They, Where's this going? <laughs> well, I I think it might have been. I think it might have been a. Well, it was definitely a cathedral. Is there like a kind of octagonal shaped kind of cathedral? Yeah. It's quite modern. Yeah, yeah, it, at least it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Is that where you go? Or... Uh, well, that's where we have our super events when we uh, go up to heaven and that. All right, okay. That's the cathedral. We've got two cathedrals. We've got yeah. a prodigy one and a Catholic one. If oh. you want a cathedral, we've got one to spare in me Liverpool. Oh. Shitty like... ass. That was a fucking risk. <laughs> to fucking shit yourself. Oh Jesus! <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, this is descending. Spare. This is descending into chaos, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I feel like we're probably probably coming up to full time. I'm I'm point. happy to wind it up. I'm tired now. Boys. I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> that eye's gone all droopy. I don't know if I'm having a stroke. That would be a good one on podcast live, wouldn't it? Would it? <laughs> <laughs> why am I laughing <laughs> okay well it's been a pleasure having you on uh, yeah I don't remember have me on again we'll yeah. talk about something else well when I was saying we should get everyone on I mean we should maybe look into the possibility of getting more people on like it would have been good to have had Simon on for a, for a bit of a banter and get Nick on and but get we're, Nick we're, on we're supposed to be having like a big a big round robin thing, aren't we? But it just never seems to happen. It will. It'll happen. We'll make it happen. Yeah. It'll be a risk, but it'll pay off. So, uh, do we announce what the next episode's about before we finish? Or? Uh... Masturbation. The next episode is about masturbation. I'll add that to the topic list. Um, but no, it's not about that. Diarrhea. No. Um, I'm just going to guess. Um, semi-detached houses. No. I'm trying to remember. Can you remember? Yeah. Frogs. It's Different not, frogs. It's frogs. not extortion, is it? No. Uh, exploitation. Uh, exploitation. Oh, I like uh, a little bit of exploitation. Which reminds me, okay. we just watched Return of the Jedi. 
Do that um, noise. <laughs> meow. Meow. Can oh, you do it, Liz? Oh, matron. Meow. <laughs> Why is your camera jiggling up and down? I'm mowing into my sock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Princess Leia, sex slave. Oh, fuck. Was she a sex slave or was she just a slave? Do you know what I was quite disappointed about? I haven't seen Return of the Jedi for years and I don't think I've ever seen this version. It's been special editioned up to fuck. And I was so disappointed that the Ewoks song changed at the end. I don't know. I think that's the only version that I've actually seen. You're not a major Star Wars fan, are you? I wouldn't know. Um, I tolerate, I like Star Wars. I don't remember the song changing. Yeah, the the music's changed. Yeah, stuff like that doesn't bother me. I mean, I like the way they've added in all the extra shots of the different planets in the... uh, Yeah, because it goes like to Coruscant and Naboo and stuff. and Yeah, that wasn't in it before, but there was a completely different... Where they're celebrating the fall of the Empire. And I can hear it in my head, but I'm not going to try and sing it because it's just wrong. I need to watch that then. Yeah, it's the one that's on Sky at the moment, so I don't know. It's probably the latest kind of remake. Is Hagen Christensen in the new Star Wars film? Uh, Which one? The what? The what? Number eight? Or the oh, what? The new one that's about to come out? The new one that's been out for two weeks now. Come on, boy! Been out for two weeks. Where? Yeah. Well. This is the second of January. This oh yeah, month. fucking hell. Sorry. <laughs> oh well, we're actually going to see this. Um, we're kind tomorrow. of tomorrow, like at midnight tomorrow after we're recording this. So we'll find out. Because the rumor is that he's in it. I would. Isn't the emperor back in it? I mean, yeah. it looks he's in like the trailer, it. isn't he? Like his voice. Yeah. yeah. It might just be an answer phone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know, it might be that Force Ghost. I'm interested to see what Disney do with it going forward, and I'm really excited to watch The Mandalorian, and I think we should stop the podcast before Craig falls asleep with his cock in his hand. Again. That's not my cock. That happened to a friend of mine. (laughs) What? (laughs) The bass player in our band woke up in the morning, and his wife had come in, and he was sat in front of the TV on the sofa, he'd fallen asleep. With his, yeah. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> I don't think you're at liberty to share that. Share uh, Just share that one soundbite. That's a risk. There we go. We'll that, finish off with a, a risk. risk. We'll finish off with fucking a risk. Hell. That's a fucking risk. Uh, this is this is how I find out if the fucker listens. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> I've never been. I've never been caught bumming dogs. There's a risk. You've never been caught bumming dogs. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> Neither have I. Good for us. <laughs> Must be a very different proposition between a Chihuahua and a Great Dane, though. Oh, two you different can get gang sizes. Of them. Crossbreeds of Chihuahuas and Great Danes? Yeah. Yeah, but that's got to be artificially inseminated, surely. Yeah. I mean, I'd you'd, like to see it. You'd split one, wouldn't you? Which one, though? The Chihuahua would split in half. Yeah. It'd be the Great Dane if it was me. Yeah. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Oh, uh, can I say can I say cue the music at the end and you put a tune in? Oh, we'd have to I'd have to find one. No. Uh, we don't do that. <laughs> well we do the da 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 whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, we've got an end 
Yeah, right. that'll do. I like that. But I like we, your. Then we have to do it. We have to do. Right. Well, we have to do an outro they look bit as well. Weird. What the fuck is that? It looks just like a tiny Great Dane. Great Dane Chihuahua mix puppy. Ugh. Hang on. Just easy. What is that? That looks like an accident. Anyway, we should say goodbye. Goodbye. From Scotland to that other place. Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool's all right. Just like Yorkshire's all right, but... Tonight, boys, we've had a lot, a lot of laughs. Liverpool and and Yorkshire should annex themselves and join Scotland. The South can go fuck itself. Fuck off the South. London's not bad, I don't think. It's full of nonsense. London is full of nonsense. Yeah, just cut out the Westminster bit. I found that interesting. Boris Johnson actually voted in Westminster instead of his own constituency because that's his actual residence. He's a fucking prick. Oh, Joe. Right, well, enjoy enjoy your vodka induced sleep, and we'll um, we'll say goodbye, and then we'll do something funny for the outro. Oh my god, I just thought of he's a... starting again. Uh, have you ever seen horrible histories, Craig? Horrible histories. Well, there's a parody of no. the Adams family there, and it's the Borgia family. But I just uh. thought of the Borgia family. He's the Bojo, the Bojo, Bojo family. family. Yeah, the Bojo family. The scary and the <sighs> say goodbye. The blonde and the say twat. Goodbye. <laughs> say goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye, boys. I been... see when he turns eighteen <laughs> and he gets taken to his first strip club. He's not going to know what's happening. I'm not. No, I d- I object to that. <laughs> oh. Especially by you. They've got they've got a really good one in Abalawa, actually. I don't care. Abalawa. Always right. It gives a new definition to the meaning of shortbread. Hamsters stripping. What the fuck are you talking about? Little animal strippers. We've got a new podcast idea here. No, we have not. Right. right, boys. Let's finish this before we commit a crime. Let's sh- <laughs> let, let's shave a sheepdog. Oh yeah. <clears throat> let's, crush, let's crush a grape. <laughs> I, I want to stop this now. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. See you later, boys. Ta ta. I, uh, oh, I, wait. Yeah, sorry, no, wait, sorry. You need to do the outro first. I've been Fireball. I've been the Orbiter. And I've been the Podfather. And. And this had been episode 52 of Breaking Bollocks. Risk. 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 And now the podcast is over so we can talk bollocks again. Proper bollocks. Oh. Without committing a crime because this He's will only go out to people that pay. Have, have you... Have you ever needed a shit so bad that it's rare on your G-spot? And when it comes out, you come a little? No. <laughs> Have you ever seen Still Game? Yes, I've watched them all. Yeah, we're, we're working our way through them at the moment. Fantastic. Oh, stuff. classic television, my friend. Absolute. Oh, so sad at the end. Oh, don't say that. We haven't finished it yet. Oh, so happy at the end. There's a fucking risk. Oh, Jesus, somebody's got to die, aren't they? <laughs> For fuck's sake. See, I told you it was a risk doing this. Uh...
Right, later, we'll give you a shout. Hopefully, we'll coincide with availability again at some point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'll put a shout it. out, see if anybody else is up for the challenge. Yeah. Get Nick on and have a topic of bellendery. Yeah, I feel is like he'd be good at that. Now, um, <laughs> Nick, if you are listening to this at any point, he will. Don't take this the wrong way. But I always get you no. confused with Ben, and it's really annoying because I always think when I hear Nick, oh, he's a knob. And I was like, no, he's not actually. Well, they're both knobs, but uh, in different ways. Uh, well, see, um. Nah, Nick, Nick's all right. Our Twitter account follow. I, I'm not sure if it still does. Um, he started again. He's going to fuck off to bed. Okay. Just unfollow, just unfollow him. He's I think I did in the end because he. Who Ben? Started tweeting about, I think, um. Chick-fil-A, who's a company that funds various homophobic things, oh, including God. Ugandan campaigns that are... He's trying to go to bed, look. I Let mean, him go to bed. He's been up since three o'clock. Borderline torture at some point, I think. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's got, yeah, some people had um, protested by basically lying on the floor, representing just sh- just de- dead bodies. And... Um, He'd gone, oh, they're being so dramatic. We fought wars and whatever. Just, okay. Yeah, just fuck them off. Right, later, boys. Yes. Have a, good, have a good sleep. And you. Bye. How do I turn this fucker off? He's so old. He's <laughs> <laughs> done it for you. Now we can do a proper outro. No, we can't. <laughs> oh, I've twisted myself around. Yeah, that's what she said. This is getting worse. <laughs> That's what oh, she said. I'm being dragged down. That's what she said. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.